Yo, what is really good? Um, dear white people, we don't like it when you ask to touch our hair. This is a common misconception for people of any other race other than African, black, black. Well, the color is black, the race is African. Um, for them to think that it is okay to touch an African American's hair, especially when they do the comparison because they feel like because they have a mixed child that they can compare or touch our hairs or when they say oh you have better hair than most black people or your hair is great that is very very racist you might not intend for it to be racist but honey it is very racist it is, it is, and it's not that a lot of people intend for it to be that way, but when you realize what black people have to go through on a daily basis when it comes to their hair, maybe you wouldn't be so quick to say something like that. We're going to talk about this subject on episode number 34 of this podcast, this Happy place with me, Latoya Sherry. And please do not think that I'm going out to target Caucasian people because it's not even that. It's just in my personal experience, every black woman and every black man has a dear white people moment. But we want to tell them, like, hey, don't don't do that, man. Not for PC political correctness but because it literally beyond the fact that it makes us feel bad when you look at the whole world as a whole majority of the face of the United States for the best you can be is whiteness it is it just really is and so when you look at an African American person with with kinky hair and I say that with air quotes it really offends us when you say something about it especially knowing that back in the day there used to be human zoos for anyone who was non-European so yeah we're going to talk about that talk about why it's bad and why we think we should like inform you no man no it's not okay for you to pet our hair like we're a little puppy. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more today on This Is My Happy Place. Smooches. <clears throat> Peace. Dear white people, Please don't ask me if you can touch my hair because that is very awkward and uncomfortable. It makes me feel like I'm a pet. Please don't ask me about why I wear an afro or why my hair is curly or 
if I put perms in my hair, please don't wait until my hair is straightened and say, oh, your hair is so cute. But then when my hair is an afro, look at it like it's a little thing. Or you might think my hair is cute in big puffy buns or big buns or curly buns. But then treat me like, I don't know, like I'm a little thing to pet all the time because that is fudging awkward. And I say this because I know that there are a lot of people who have great intentions. Um, I had a boss, a manager, his boss, who um, one day, because I used to rock this weird, awkward, ugly hairstyle. Um, and like this is the first time I've actually been natural for quite a long time. Usually I go natural for a little bit, then I'm straight back to it out or even if I do go natural I straighten it um but this is the first time I've been like just real natural and I have no idea what to do with this thing up in here like none I tell people I do when I feel offended when they say something really awkward and uncomfortable but I have none's ideas how to control this thing up here it's its own beast up here in this in this erogenous I'm not going to say erogenous. It's in this zone of of hairlandia. Anywho, I had a manager and she um, saw me one day when I came in and I decided to just try this different hairstyle one day when I was off. I was off for like two or three days in a row. So I tried this different hairstyle and then I decided maybe I should put, bring it back to the old one. Then I was like, nah. No, 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 no. I'm going to just keep these two buns in <laughs> and keep it moving because I feel like it's a lot easier for me to manage it and make it look cute for my face instead of the other one, which made it look like, I don't I don't even know what it made it look like, but it was not cute. It was not. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I came in and I looked around and they're like, oh my God. This is people of, of different races, different co-workers. Um, but I had one of my managers ask me before I even came on the floor, because this was when I was working at Popeye's. I'm just going to be 100. And they were like, can I touch your hair? And in my mind, like I didn't think about it, but my mind was like, hell no, you can't touch. Do you know how long it took me to control these two beehives? There are some things at work in these buns that people don't need to see or understand. <laughs> I don't even. It's communities in here. It's a whole Beyonce beehive up in this piece. It's things holding this stuff together that I can't even understand. I'm I'm afraid that if I move the wrong way, a whole community of of kinks, naps, and curls will fall out and be very very upset with me. So no, no, my dear, you cannot touch my hair. Yes, that is what I was thinking at that moment. Exactly, but but what I said was not. Nah, it's it's you know it's a mess up here. I really don't want to touch my hair. Plus, I didn't have all my you know my good hair stuff that I use to maintain my hair. 
enough for me to feel comfortable. It it wasn't really maintained, but it was enough for me to feel comfortable in this natural transition that I got going on. However, I let her touch it because, I mean, she's sweet and she's nice and she's cute. And I'm not going to lie. She let me get the job. You know what I'm saying? She was so cute and adorable when she said it. And I was like, ah, damn, you know. You know, if she wasn't, like, real cute with it, I would have probably been like, no, no, boo-boo, no. I don't even let my man touch my hair like that. You know what I'm saying? Because this is, this is black girl magic in the works. When you touch it, you just messing up the magic. You know, it took a lot of efforts, a lot of efforts to make this happen. I think it was a team-building process. Communities had to get involved. They had to get orchestrated for this to happen. And you want to go ahead and sabotage it? No, but I let her do it. And when she did it, I was like, okay. I felt like an animal being petted. I mean, and not a good way. Because you know how some animals love for you to pet them? Like dogs, like some dogs love for you to pet them and love on them. I'm not a dog. Like if I was that animal, I'd be the bear or literally the ape. Like you don't need to be touching me. Like you can communicate with me. You can hug me. You can love on me. But do not pet me. I'm not for you to play with. I'm not <laughs> I'm not here to be petted. But I let her do it because I understood, you know, she was my manager. And if I would have been really able to voice how I felt, it would have been, like, awkward. But I felt, I feel like sometimes as a black woman, you know, there are weird things that happen with us. Like, you know... I remember, I remember, okay, because I knew, I know my hair journey is awful lately. Um, There was a guy who came in straight up off the rip and was like, oh, you don't really know what you're doing with your hair, honey. I could just tell. And I was like, ah. He was right though, <laughs> but I tried to like, no, but I know what I'm doing. I don't, cause now that my hair is natural, I have no idea what to do. But I take it offensive because number one, nobody want to hear that crap, you know, somebody saying that. But another reason why is because I know so many times when my hair was natural and it was easier for me to manage because I had like all my right products and. You know, I was able to maintain it. Um, that my stepmother, she was like my black, my white stepmother, my stepmother, my only stepmother was like, when I got my hair straightened, she's like, oh, your hair looks so much more better now. It just looks better. It looks just good. I mean, it's still kinky and coarse. But it looks better. And I was like, which pool? Are you serious? And in my brain, I said that. But I smiled it off like, oh, okay, she thinks I accomplished something. But it really took a toll on me because there were a lot of weird situations. Ladies, how many times have you had weird situations about your hair where you felt like, yo, like, if I wear my hair natural, it's not good enough? But if I wear it in a perm, I feel lit because everybody else says I'm lit. 
but I don't feel like me, like the real, real me. Like I love wearing perms and I love straightening my hair, but I don't feel like I could just bounce between the two because then people won't see my beauty for what it really is. Have you ever felt like that? Well, let's talk about that more after the bristle. Smooches. What's up, my loves? My love bugs. I'm thanking you so much for coming back from the bristle. Um, yeah, man. Good hair. Good hair. Good hair. Good hair. Good hair. That is a big topic for black women. For black men as well. It doesn't matter if you're of mixed race, if somewhere down the line you have more uh, Northern African in you um, that consists of maybe European, because there are European Africans, just in case you don't know, um, or Middle Eastern, Af- you know, in of uh, like you know. Indian, Egypt, you're like you're more Egyptian, so which means you're more closer to Asian type style hair. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have like kinky or more coarse hair or more softer hair, you're going to experience the good hair, bad hair in comparison type situation you're just gonna you're gonna have people who are gonna want to touch your hair I've seen this happen with males at jobs that I worked at I've seen this happen with females I've seen this happen with my son um I remember um his grandma I remember his grandma was like taking him over the summer okay you know um he looked like a little bit of black black story background story (laughs) like no seriously a little bit of background story is okay yeah I am adopted so I don't know I haven't been around my biological family but I have been around my adopted mother my mom for my whole life and we also when my uh, my parents split up they had um my dad had went with a woman who was Caucasian okay two of them he got married to one and the other one they had a relationship or like a I don't know what you call it but they had a relationship and um that's the one that they call grandmother um and she usually used to take my kids a lot for the summer um and I remember a few summers her and her husband got rested so um they took my son and they would always cut his hair and they made me feel like I was wrong for wanting to grow it out um because his hair was you know his hair is very coarse um it's very much um like real beautiful kinky African type hair like he has straight up natural hair like I remember when he was first born he had that newborn baby you know straight straight hair and then as he got older it became more curlier tighter curls and um I love his hair I love his hair 
But for them, they didn't feel the same sentiment. They felt like, you know, they couldn't control it because she has mixed children. So she wasn't used to real black hair. And so she was like, well, I couldn't do anything. I tried so many different products and I couldn't do anything with it. So I had to, you know, cut it off. I'm like, what the hell? You didn't even ask me if I wanted my son's hair cut it for one. Um, you feel like that's the norm based upon what you see other black people do. But what if I wanted my son to have an afro? They didn't know how to maintain it. So if you don't know how to maintain it, how you coming at me about my own son's hair? Feel what I'm saying? That was like really aggravating for me. Um, another thing is when they did that, my son for a while, like he doesn't remember this, but for a while he used to say, you know, I know my hair isn't that good or but, 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 and it pissed me off, but I would never say anything to her because I felt like, you know, she used to help me out so much. She done all this, she done all that. And I have to be grateful, but I realized it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, because my son is literally doubting how beautiful he is. That is some BS if I ever heard it. And that's why it's so very important for us as parents and as African-American parents or parents who have mixed children, um, for us to explain to them how beautiful their race is, how beautiful their hair is, how beautiful their culture is. It You know, because it raises questions like kids who are of mixed race and grow up in a heavily saturated area of mainly Africans, Black, African-Americans who are of darker skin tone or who don't have um, a soft hair, their hair is more coarse, they tend to be in a situation where they'll pick on the children who are mixed because of their hair, because of their skin. And it causes a big battle when it comes to children's self-esteem because mixed children don't feel like they're black enough or they're white enough. And African children feel like when they go into the real world, their faces and their culture and their identity is not good enough, nor is it represented. It causes a complex, a, it causes a huge complex. Seriously. Look, I know this podcast episode is not going to be the most popular. People are probably going to think, Switch, you're hating. You better go trick or treat. <laughs> but nah, it's the truth. I remember my children my daughter going to to her grandma's house a few years back with her brother and she would say how Franny's hair is easier to maintain. She asked me at first, do you want me to put a permit? I was like, no, I don't want you to put a permit. That's because she got so used to putting a permit in my hair. They started putting perm in my, perms in my hair when my mother left, my adopted mother, my mom, when she left to maintain my hair. And she was so used to doing my hair because my hair is closer to, it's like in the middle of my son's and my daughter's hair. And it's more like my daughter's hair. Um, but she was so used to doing that type of hair um, that she really didn't know how to handle my sons and she really didn't know know how to do my daughters because her hair is still natural when your hair is curly all the time and it's natural 
it's 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 different as compared to if somebody has Caucasian in them and it's fine and it's um straight. It just is. Even if your hair is curly and it's more fine versus coarse, it's different. You know, if you're used to doing that type of hair, it just is. And that's where we come with the battle of good hair and bad hair. And it really sucks. It really sucks. This is the reason why black women don't want you to touch their hair. This is the reason why black women go to sleep with... So when they get their hair done, they're going to sleep with their hands... Going to sleep on their fists and on their hands with their scarves on their head. Because they want to maintain that that style. They want to maintain that excellence. Don't, don't get your hair wet. Don't sweat your hair out. Put a scarf on it. There's so many rules... To looking beautiful. There's so don't you know come out without your hair looking good because you don't want to be judged. You want to be beautiful in the standards of Europeans. And it just it just doesn't it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It will never ever ever work that way. It makes me angry, sad, and confused and frustrated. It just does. You guys. I just want to wrap up <laughs> this quick, beautiful podcast with some closing thoughts and let you know where you guys can hit me at on social meteors. Um, first off, I just want to make a full disclosure. Sorry, we're going to mic. I just want to make a full disclosure that People of all races, all colors, ethnicities, religions, genders, sexes, um, all backgrounds are beautiful. Like, point blank, period. There's love and compassion and empathy for everybody. And I understand that because everybody does not come from my background, they're not going to understand where I come from. The reason why I'm making this podcast is because I want to relate to an audience of people a message that we've had real struggles and real issues with our identity our whole lives and of course you may not understand that but listening to this podcast if you listen to it and you ever feel like you understand somebody else's journey or can truly feel empathy and walk in their shoes for a minute I want you to be able to take the advice and use it to be a better person and create a happy place not only for yourself but for other people around you in the community and for those of you who have really had big battles with your race your ethnicity your identity your hair your culture realize that there is not one way to be your culture or yourself you have different layers different shades of you and you are beautiful no matter which way you turn no matter who you love no matter what you believe no matter what religion you are you are you and I am 100% for you that is why I call you all my loves my bear paws and my love bugs you know what I'm saying I definitely believe in you guys um this is not to bash other races it's just to say it's getting real out here in these streets, and I want to send a message that 
hey, I understand the plight. Um, and in this podcast, it's not really particularly about a specific thing that makes me happy. It just, for me, it makes me happy getting stuff off my chest or things that I see and I want to talk about. I talk about it. Um, it's not about anything specific. I will be coming up with some other projects that will be tied to a specific type of brand that I am trying to uh, put out, but this is not that. This is just talking about whatever. On this podcast, if you have to reach out to me because you want to talk about something, you want to do some research on it or anything, go ahead and reach me out. You can hit me up on Instagram at I am Latoya Sheree, or you can hit me up on Twitter at Latoya Sheree. Like I said, my best way for you to really reach me right now is on Twitter because I'm still doing some construction work on my Instagram and my Facebook. So that's why I'm not even really wanting to shout out my Facebook at all or not really wanting to shout out my Instagram. Um, I want to tell you guys, thank you so much. I appreciate your listenership. No, I appreciate the love. You know what I'm saying? Let's just keep it right. I appreciate the love. Um, whether you listen to me one time and never listen again, whether you listen for one second and never listen again, I appreciate you even clicking on it and listening to me. Thank you so much. And then just in case nobody has ever told you or if they have, I don't care. Like, I love you and I always will and I won't say it if it's not true. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Smooches. Peace.